What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So tell me, can you look me in the Ladies and gents, snap, crackle, pop, Mark's Achilles has gone fucking bang and he can't walk. So football career's over, Blackwood Footy Club has officially announced on their Facebook page as of earlier this afternoon, the season is done, sorry, but they can't yeah. field a team anymore. It's been big news. The Prince um, is in hospital. It was in the paper, back page. It's all forfeits from here uh, on in. No, what happened was uh, went into the game, had a, a sore Achilles, thought, you know, I can, I can play through the pain. You know, I'll just be courageous, everything will be all right. Had anti-inflammatories, went onto the ground, didn't feel good. First quarter, came off, you know, midfield rotation. Didn't get dragged. Came back on and I'm just jogging along and I felt almost like a, a sharp pull. And I'm like, I'm done. Came off, um, couldn't continue. I start, you know, thinking like, is this is the season over? Is the career over? Uh, anyway, I got a, a scan today, and the the sad news is I'm out for twelve to fourteen days. So <laughs> that's not long at it's all. It's just a, it's it's a two week injury, like. <laughs> so why have they shut the whole it, thing down? There's a sigh of relief running through the hills right now. I know. Uh, it may have been blown up out of proportion by me. But, like, yeah, it's good news. It's not going to be too bad. But what actually happened in that game, and this is horrible, I had a shower, changed, was watching the game, very depressed, and there was a guy from Mount Lofty, the opposition team. He broke his leg in half. He oh, in half of his half. He snapped He snapped his leg. Like a Nathan Brown injury. Oh, that was That's what I said. I said, this is Nathan Brown 2005 versus Melbourne. Anyway, it was snapped, the tibia right there. and Like a Conor McGregor. The first thing I thought was... So for the people listening here, you're saying right below the knee. Yeah. The first thing I thought when he did it was, how can you take the attention off me? Today was... (laughs) 
Today was meant to be my injury. The attention is meant to be on me. And he took it from me. Do you know what's Through ta- snapping his leg. Oh, I'm sorry, but... Grub. That what is... Grub. That's disrespect... Not thoughtful. No. In- insensitive in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know what else is taking the attention off Mark? Lockdown. We're pretty much in a lockdown. Or yeah. about to be. Everything's gone south fast. Well, you know what? I don't know. I don't like it. No one likes it. What are you talking about? We were trying to be nice to our Sydney compatriots the other day. And yeah, I know. And look what you get for being nice. You know, offering our thoughts, support. We know we've got very good friends over there, avid listeners. It's one of our biggest markets, let's be frank. Yeah. And, you know, you offer the, the little olive branch tea leaves and all of a sudden a couple of guys, removalists, come over here and just start coughing all over everyone. Disrespectful. It's a fucking joke. It wasn't even them, was it? I don't know. Who cares? Well, probably everyone here. We can blame them for sure. But there's what? What can you do about it? Not much. You, so hang the blame on them. We almost couldn't do the podcast. We were literally probably. Well, we still might. Actually, next week might be off. We That's might, actually very true. Yeah, our state has been like completely fine with COVID. Like we've always been the good state. All the other states have been stuffed. Mm. Is this the time when everyone points the finger at South Australia and goes, "You guys suck"? This is our time. Like, is is now our time? I think it is. Yeah, because like, well, Victoria's had it. New South Wales has been a bit of a laughing stock. SA has been the state. Like, we've oh, just you been guys lucky. seem to know what you're doing. We've been lucky. Is it because no one wants to come here? Well, probably this. By everyone that watches on YouTube, I've changed the mic over so these two can see better. Very uncomfortable. I'm not used to it. It's like riding with my right hand. So all night I'm going to be headbutting this shit. But are you left-handed? Yeah, left-handed, but I do everything else right-handed. I've known you for. Ten or so years? Ten years, you've, I reckon. You've I've seen me I'm writing there. stuff down for like 20 podcasts and you've oh not noticed. Oh, my God, that's going to throw me now. Is it, I didn't know that. Here's your trivia question for the podcast. What percentage of the population is left-handed? Seven. Oh, I don't know, 23? Ten. Oh. 10%. Dan, you win. Well done. Thanks, mate. And I'm left-handed as well. A bit of a trivia. You're left with everything, though? Uh, right-handed batsman in cricket, golf, any sort of you know baseball. But do you kick with your left, though. Yeah. Some, yeah, you're real yeah. fucked up. That's really Nathan weird. Nathan Bracken, left-handed bowler, right-handed batsman. Wow. Michael Clark. Yeah, left and I bowl left-arm orthodox. Wow. Sorry, left-arm unorthodox. Average. Right. Yeah, pies. Left-arm average. Chuck and pies. Left-arm second tier. Speaking of pies, actually not really pies, I was talking to a guy at work today <clears throat> before we all got sent home and he was saying he went out to a restaurant on the weekend for yeah. a anniversary dinner. Yep. And he was really torn because the food was pretty good, the atmosphere in the place they were at was good in the city, yep. but he said the waiter was shit house. And then the owner came up to his table, sat down and he goes, "Oh, you know, really appreciate you guys booking in. It was quite a new restaurant." Yep. "Hey, you're finding it every everything." And he's just proceeding that all happening he's telling us how like basically shit it is because of this waiter mm. and obviously the waiter sits down there and goes oh yeah it's all been great thanks like i don't know are you ever honest at a restaurant well the last time i went to a restaurant i had an experience where the the waiter was fantastic but the food was poor oh you're at charlie's diner close <laughs> Was it Primo? No, to be honest, I was actually down near Victor and it was this place uh, by the water and looked at it and I thought, this this place would be good, but the, the service was great, but the food was bad. And if the food is that bad, 
but the service is good, do you feel inclined to be polite when you're asked mm. if the, what the food's like? Because they're doing such a good job of like service, they're being nice, and then all of a sudden they ask you, oh, did you enjoy it? Do you just say, oh, yeah, and never go back? Yeah. Or do you – what do you do? This is a really good thing um, question because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of both. Like if it's shit food – and it's a shit waiter. Go to town on them. Yeah, go to town on them. Like, don't your, even give them eye contact. The thing is, it's like for the waiter, yeah. they're asking you, how was someone else's food that I've put in your face? Correct. So if you say it's shit, then they've got to deal with the awkward situation, not the chef out the back that's half-assed it. Yeah. So I feel like... It's not even their fault. Yeah, exactly. They haven't but, done anything. But the thing is, you could walk away from there and go like, oh, that was shit, I'm not ever going to eat there again. But you're doing a disservice to everyone else that's about to eat there by not saying something. So I think you have no. to say something. I dis- so I agree with a lot of what you said. I think all of it sounds great. Yeah. <clears throat> but doing the next person a disservice is bullshit because I will almost guarantee you that it doesn't fucking matter what you tell that waiter. You could have had the shittest meal of your life. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. So you but- have the shittest meal of your life and you go, that was really horrible. And they go, oh, sorry oh, about yeah. that. That yeah, doesn't, but, uh, that doesn't cha- okay. thanks. <laughs> that doesn't change the hourly rate of pay at all. I'm, I'm not saying it does, but I'm saying like as a waiter, if you if that's happened three or four times in the day, you're going to go, hang on, this is going to keep happening unless I say something to the chef or to the, the the owner. Something has to be said at some point where you go, your, shit, your food's very shit. You've got to fix it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. What about, is it okay if you go to a restaurant and you look at the menu and you look over it and you decide that there's nothing there that you like, is it okay to walk out and not eat there? Once you've been seated? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not okay? Okay, I reckon I've done this three times. Yeah, three times where I've been seated, sat down and ordered something and it's taken like 30 minutes before I've even... They've come back to ask for a drink or anything like that, and I've walked out. I've gone, taking too long. Fucking, yeah. I'm too hungry. What did you order? Like garlic bread? <laughs> yeah, probably. No, I'm serious. Like it would be like, um, I'll give you an example. Like you're waiting there at the front. They come and say, "Sit down here." I'll take uh, two drinks and a garlic bread, and then we'll come back for your mains later. And yeah. then you're sitting there for 25, 30 minutes and you still haven't even seen your drinks. So yeah. in my I head, I'm going... What Mark is saying, though, is if you look at the menu and go, oh, none of that tickles my fancy, yeah. then you walk out. Yeah. You haven't actually ordered anything. You're, you're ghosting him for being shit. Yeah, okay. He, yeah. He's saying, I don't actually like the look of any of these words in I front just, of me. You yeah. know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for good service. Yeah. If I'm having a good conversation with the waiter or I can see that they're a really good person and they're good at like talking to you, like, you know, making you feel welcome, that's when I think I feel guilty for either leaving or criticizing the food. The food could be a one out of 10. And if they're like really friendly, I'm not going to say anything. But if the food's like a six out of 10 and they're like a dickhead, I'm probably more likely to criticize the food. For the six versus maybe not one. That's probably a bit too full on. Three or four. So I'm, yeah. The okay. variability in the scale for me is how much you're paying for it. If you go to somewhere and it's like a, I don't know, cheap meal. Whatever like a $14 you, schnitzel. I'll throw, something I'll, like that. I'll throw one out there for you. 35 for a steak. Yeah, you're saying something. Porterhouse, you're saying. Something. Okay, do you ever send food back? I'm, I'm not a send food back a person. I just eat it and then I make my decision to never go there again. I remember the last time I sent food back. 
I was at Harndorf and I had a um a schnitzel that was cold in the middle. Oh, that's now, bad. That's unheard that's, of. That, that's unheard of and yeah. unforgivable. Yeah, I know. That's Actually, why. Getting back to but what you know what? That what? day the service was a nine out of ten. And maybe the service was that good because they, they knew their food was shit. They were ready for people to be like, we the know e- our food's extra bad. Life. That's why we need to be really nice. Getting back to what you said earlier about um, looking at the menu and walking out, I feel like, especially now for me, I'll have a look at the menu online before I go anywhere. Yeah, everyone will do that now. Yeah. Or it's in the like, in the shop front window before yeah. you walk in. That's a thing now, and I haven't thought to do that, but like that's the obvious thing to do. If you're going to eat somewhere, look online at the menu. If you don't like it, don't go. Do you know what's worse than um, walking out is sitting down and making a decision being 50-50 on two dishes and your friend gets the one that you were thinking about getting and they both come out, yours is shit and theirs looks just like 10 times better. Mm. And you sit there. Is it weird to order something like, um, you, you know, you're married, you have a wife, you've got a girlfriend. Is it okay, do you do this where you order one thing that you like, another thing that she likes and you just go halves? I love it. Yep. Love yeah, it. that's yeah. heaps good Fuck to do. yeah. But what else happens I've when you're married? I've been told that's weird. I'm sorry, but that is completely acceptable. Nah, I accept you, you have two meals. Perfect. The other thing happens when you're married is the girl or the, your wife or your partner orders something and eats it and then picks it yours. Oh, yeah. No, bad. Not yeah. loud. Oh, she's, well, she's listening. <laughs> she is, actually. She's probably one of our biggest fans. Um, not Love fans, it. but she listens just to make sure I'm not saying anything bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but regardless of that, uh, it's all irrelevant now because you can't fucking plan anything these days. You can't plan anything anymore. You can't plan holidays. You can't plan nights out. There's, again, people at work who were due to have 50th birthday parties on the weekend. There was another guy at work whose son's turning 18, supposed to have a big party at home. It's all off. It's mm. gone. Don't, don't even fucking think about it. It's not happening. Yeah, I'm meant to be going to an engagement party this weekend. It's been rescheduled twice. Not happening. I was no. meant to be doing nothing this weekend and now I'm not happening. doing nothing. You're going to have to do more nothing. It's horrible. It's it, a joke. You honestly have to do... A holiday within two days of getting annual leave. Like, don't book anything for your annual leave. And then as soon as you're about to be on it, two days out, is that's when you have to book it. When do you reckon it's going to get better? Because I was looking at trying to book and plan a holiday for Easter next year, so like April. Do you reckon that's safe? Don't do it. It's crazy, isn't it? Don't do it. Like, you I'm, I'm three hearing... grand a flight. I'm so honestly hearing... Around Australia. Seven years is, is about the time when things will calm down. God. That's so long. The thing is here, everyone gets vaccinated, right? All good. But then you get all these variants come out and the variants don't work as well against the vaccine. Just like the flu, everyone gets their flu shot every year and then people are still getting the flu because it changes and it comes back around. It's all different. So what what makes COVID different to this? People get very scared. You were saying how long is it going to be before we return to normality? Hmm. That number scares the fuck out of a lot of people. Well, Because the answer is very scary because people want to believe that it ain't going to be too long. But in reality, in terms of things returning to complete normality, it's a long way away. It's never going to be back to normal. Oh, never. It's, will we? Nah. Dan, come on. Well, I don't think it will be. Dan. Ever. My There's, exact thing that I was just talking about, you've now scared me. Well, it's not, it's not going to go back to normal. <laughs> I wanted, How can it? Five years? It will go back to normal. Nah. We might all be dead, but it'll be normal again at some point. I'm going to leave. Maybe this is the new normal. There'll be a new fucking disease called Movid 22. 
Movin. Why did you point at Mo- Mark when you said Movin? Like, like I'm going to create it or yeah. something. Something Mark. he does. Yeah, they're just chonging birds and getting yeah. this weird disease. Yeah, anyway, like. don't plan anything. Everyone's fucked. Five seconds or something. Yeah, you've only got five okay. seconds. Oh. You remember that? forgot t- where the button was. I did. I literally looked for it and found it. All right. You need to announce we have a new little tone. Oh, I do, yeah. I realise that you can't really hear how much time's left. When we're playing this, so yeah. I'm getting rid of that little. What do you call it? You called it something. Oh, you didn't see wand or something. I don't know. Yeah, the wand. You called it a wand. So, what's the point in this new tone to put us under more immense pressure? Just so everyone can hear how much time's yeah. left. No, that'll fuck with us. I'm going to take my headphones off. You're going to have to. <laughs> it's going to really fuck you up. I don't want to hear that. All right, who's going first? Rick. You going first? You guys are playing to this. No, we haven't. Uh, all right. You've been sitting around doing fuck all this whole time, but apart from planning this. Give me three correct answers in five seconds. Name three John Farnham songs. Uh, you're the voice, Whispering Jack, and... Hey, Jackson. Oh, my God. I'm don't, what? Don't you know Hey, Jackson? Sadie the Cleaning Lady. Fuck you, cunt. I'm so glad. Excuse me? Wow, that's the first C-bomb I've seen you I know drop how, in a while. I know how mine would have gone. Yeah. You're the voice. Uh, 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 show's over. Oh, yeah. Well, Sadie. That all you know. You ready? Yeah. Okay, name three names used for boys and girls. Shannon, Taylor, and... Oh. Nah. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? You missed Ashley. That's probably the easiest oh one. Oh, my God. I should have got that. Mm. Oh, my God. Okay, Rick. Name three things the police... Aren't allowed to do. Uh, rape, steal, and murder. That's, yeah. that's like anyone. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'll let that slide. That, that could go to a bad place. All right. <laughs> Mark, name three reasons you would, re- would return a pizza. It's cold, the driver was late, and it has a dead mouse in the pizza. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I've actually heard of that happening. How about this? Um, I don't, you might remember this. What? I can't remember whether you were there or not. We had um, a birthday for, I can't remember if it was me or Rachel. I think it was me at the house in Happy Valley. And I ordered Zach's pizza and the guy walked up that side bit of the house. Instead of holding the pizza boxes like longitudinally. He had it. Under his arm. Oh, no. And then we, he's like, I was like, uh he must know what he's doing, this bloke. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. Are there cameras around? Or like, were you questioning, like, is this a prank? Like, surely. I had. I, th- I just thought to myself, surely he's done this before. <laughs> like, three pizza boxes under his arm. And then put them on the table. And obviously, they were all fucked up. <laughs> Did you say anything to him? Yeah, I rang him back. And I was like, your delivery driver literally walked up, like, holding these things up, like, vertically. Vertical. And they're all squished. And the lady's like, oh. Oh, really sorry about that. I was like, it's like less than 500 metres away. What the fuck is wrong with this bloke? Anyway, that was a funny story. Well, that should fucking that should learn you to go fucking get it yourself if it's only 500 metres away. Did you just say that should learn you? Yeah. That should learn you. Wow. That should learn you. Well, consider me learned. Next. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rick, name three types of snake. A brown snake, a red belly black snake, and a taipan. Cobra. Oh, well done. Cobra? Yeah. I felt Four. the panic set in there. He got there. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> oh, your favourite. If you get bitten by a snake on the leg, you wrap 
um, like a clothing around just above the bite, right? Correct. Correct. All right. That's for anyone listening. So if you get a snake bite. Wait, we live in Australia. People need to know. Like, thanks, little, thanks little Russell Coit. All, yeah. all Aussie adventures. You know what? I've heard so many myths about this. Don't it's you, time, you it's time for me to hit the road. Suck the venom out and... How do you deal with the snake? That so, if you get bitten on the arm, just wrap. I think it's meant to be right above. Tor- it's called a tourniquet. I was searching for that word. You could tell. I was like, just wrap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Your favorite. Name three famous serial killers. Uh, Ivan Milat, uh, Ted Bundy, and oh shit. Oh. Dharma, Jeffrey Dharma. Yeah, I thought you were going to get that. You got one left. God. No. No? That's it, three each. Not one week have I got this right. No, because you're retarded. Yeah, I know. Oh. <sighs> Moving on. Anyway, I won, two, one. Oh, wait, can we do ten seconds of something? No, that'd no. be very boring. Oh. Very hard. Name. Fifteen <laughs> things two in minutes, ten seconds. Two minutes or something. Oh, God. Mate, it's not a charity, all right? All right. It's not a charity. Okay. Yeah, I'm not giving answers away. Moving on. All right, go for it. Well, you guys sent me something this week to look at. Yeah. And Was it porn? Oh, oh, sorry, that, that was, was the other, different, different that was the other thing. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. Moving on. Thanks. Uh, not yeah. dis, not uh, derailing me at all, so well, that's great. Yeah. Um, no, it was that bloke who he goes through the McDonald's drive-thru and the oh, lady says, oh, yeah. eight ninety five. The and hero. He goes, hey, hey, I'll pay for mine and I'll pay for the guy behind me. Oh, my God. thirty three sixty. Pays for both of them. It's like okay. wow. So no, hang on. not only did he pay for his own meal, but the person behind. Absolutely. At a, at a, hang on, at a McDonald's. Pay it forward, Mark. Oh my god, what what a hero! I know. If only there were more people, Dan. Hang on, we're out, missing the point here. Like All right. That. So the guys filmed it and made himself out to look like a hero, like he's paying it forward and doing a great deed. We were yeah. getting to that. Then it yeah. cuts to someone else. Yeah. Who says if you're gonna do a good deed, you shouldn't fucking film it. And post it on social media to get clout. clout I fucking clout and money. Yeah, and I totally agree. I think that anything you do in life, if you even if you tell someone about it, it takes away from the good deed a little bit. And well, who, who was it that disagreed with me? One of you. It was you. Wasn't I disagree. It? You. Yeah. Thank you. Why? Tell me why. Because, and I think Mark, you actually had this, a similar opinion to this. Yeah. But if if you want to do something nice for someone, and now, I completely disagree with the McDonald's thing, and we'll get into that in a minute. But if you want to do something nice to someone and put it in the public forum, mm. some people will watch that and they'll go, fire out. Maybe I should be less of a fucking piece of shit in my own life. Mm. Maybe I should go and do something nice for someone. Good, point. That. Good yeah. point. So that's why I think it's not a bad thing because people see it and they go, oh, yeah, you know, maybe that homeless person, I should give him a blanket. Or maybe I should give him a piece of food or something like that. A piece of food? Yeah, well, one lolly, no, that's fine. One piece, not two. Settle down. One. But the th- I fucking hate the McDonald's thing. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Because the person behind you in the drive-thru... Is a complete fat fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. We were all thinking it. Oh, wow. If you're going to do a favour for someone... <laughs> I've been rattled. Yeah. You're in a McDonald's drive-thru. There is someone behind you that is most likely overweight. If you're going to do something nice for someone, buy a gym McDonald's, membership. <laughs> is a McDonald's really the right place? Well, it's thirty-three dollars too, not eight. Remember that. Yeah. Okay, so this is part of my point as well. Someone who consciously goes to McDonald's and spends thirty-three dollars, and this was in America, mind you, so they're probably getting like six meals for thirty-three bucks. Yeah, and also boost the chances of them being a fat. 
Sorry. Love it. Um, but if you can afford or you can see fit to spend $33 at McDonald's, that's a very conscious decision. If you want to go to the grocery store or a wholesale fruit and veg shop and spend $33, you could cook and eat for a week. That person has decided, I'm going to spend $33 on one meal. Mm-hmm. Yep. One meal, you fat piece of shit. Yes, he's on board. Love it. This turned yes. really fast. For so us. don't pay for people's McDonald's. If you want to do yeah. something nice for people, yeah. some people would pay spend for their that script money. Or, the chemist. Yeah, absolutely. Here's another one for you. When you do something nice, does the camera need to be rolling? This is where I have a problem with it. This is where the problem rolls in. And it depends on the person and if they do it all the time. Like for – what about stage yeah, it's not ones? Though. That fucking does my head in even more. All right, would you just it. give money to a charity? No, nah, I hate charities. I'm very against charities. Okay, let us know why, Dan. Okay. Do you remember when Australia burnt down? The whole thing, on fire. 2019? What, the whole country? It was pretty the start, much. start of last year. Mm. It's 2020. Yeah, right. Fuck, it was. Well, yeah, end of 2019. Well, our, our state copped it really bad. Mm. Yeah. And Kangaroo Island was all fucked up. Yeah. And the Red Cross had, I don't know the exact numbers, but it was like 45 or $60 million they raised. Generous country right there. And then I recall it being like three months after and all that money was still tied up going to admins, other places, and that none of the farmers or anyone that needed it got it or any of it for fucking ages. It was a fucking shit show. Was it almost like the organisation went downhill because the money raised was that unexpected? They didn't really know how to like handle it, how to like... I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know what they were waiting on or who fucked up or why it took so long. But for me, I was like, I donated to that. And I'm thinking, why is my money still tied up somewhere when there's families fucking starving without a roof on their head for the first 12 weeks? Well, you make a good point because I feel as though people are more likely to donate if they were actually told right then and there where their money is going. Exactly. Don't you feel like when people, when you go to donate money, you're like, if I really knew where all that money was going, I would feel more inclined to donate because you don't really know what's... Yeah, you would donate more. Yeah, yeah. like you donate twenty instead of a five if you knew where that money was going. And if you don't know where it's going, then you're less inclined because you just don't feel comfortable with it. Do you charity? Sometimes. What what sort of charities? Um, it's a bit on the spot, but well, I do. Well, I did last year, and I'll probably do it again this year. September. So raising oh, yep. money for that. Yeah. I normally, if I've got a friend doing Movember, I'll donate to that. There's a few different things. Yeah. Mm. Cancer so, charities, things that. Been affected by the something that Alison and I do, um, and it's been hard to do the last couple of years. Is we like to go if we ever go to one of the, our Asian countries like Thailand, I don't know Bali, Vietnam. Yeah. Are they your country? They though? are. I own them. Are they yours? They're mine. That must be tough not being able to be in your country. I know. That's very hard. Crazy. On the through the entire trip, you usually make a good friend. Whether it's a driver, might be a guy on the corner or whatever, and you get to learn a little bit. A, a little bit about them, maybe their family and whatever. We sort sort of, as the trip goes along, we start to pull against all this change in our hotel room. We put it aside. And then at the end of the trip, before we leave, we give them a fuckload of money. So it might be like, I don't know, three dollars, 180 bucks Australian or maybe 40 bucks or whatever it is, depending on the person. Loose um, change? No, no, no. no, no in that, Vietnam? No, nah, notes and coins and everything. And we just go, there you go, fucking go put your kid through McDonald's. No, whatever it is. <laughs> so you going to say school. school yeah, I was. At all. I wanted the curveball there. But that's my way of donating. I feel like 
They're in a third world country. They fucking need it way more than most people over here. And I know exactly where the money's going. It's going straight to that dad who can give it to his two or three kids. And I know it's there's no taxes. There's right. no admin. I think the problem here is there's always a devil's advocate in this scenario. Yeah. What if that dad is a drug dealer or a drug user? I was about to make that joke. So, you know, you're going, oh, you know, yeah, oh, you've got yeah, this family. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Here's all the money that I've got, and he just goes and whacks it up his arm. I hate, I oh, hate yeah. to break it to you, but five minutes after you gave him that money, he was shooting up heroin around the corner. <laughs> yeah, or maybe he just went fuck my family. I'm just going to buy grand final tickets. Yeah, well, he could. He could have bought. Well, what do they do over there? Soccer, soccer, grand, grand final, final tickets. Mean- he could have done anything. But you know what? For me, like, like I said, it's building up a relationship. It'd be yeah. like me giving it to someone. I don't know, that I knew as a good acquaintance. So you'd have a fairly good idea whether they were shooting up drugs or fucking buying an alcoholic or whatever. Usually they show you their pictures of their kids and all, all their family and you get to know whether or not they're fucking full of shit. Mm. Why, are you, why are you not looking at me like a normal person? No way. You don't know that person from a bar of soap. That, well, not, they could not as well as you. falsify photos, anything, and a lot of them that would be highly functioning if they were potentially alcoholics or drug addicts. Okay. They're driving tuk-tuks for a living, mate. All right, so I'm not giving to charities. Note this down. No charities, no third world countries, and just don't do anything good. Cool. All right, done. Anyway, on the subject of grand final tickets, Mark, I know you had um, a bit of a burning burning subject you wanted to talk about. Well, there there was a a story that developed last year, and that was we were talking about the COVID outbreak earlier, and I went to uh, Brisbane, uh, last year, October, to go to the Geelong uh, Richmond Grand Final at the Gabba. Now, there was a huge deal about ticket scalpers and I ended up buying a ticket that was not legit and I was about to pay a few hundred dollars, ended up getting my money back because we ended up finding out who she was. When I say we, my mate paid for the ticket. I was meant to pay him back. He was talking to this chick online, found out she was a, a scammer. Anyway, I came across another scammer, almost paid more money. Moral of the story, when you're buying a ticket and it's too good to be true, it probably is, and that is a legit statement. Anyway, the amount that I paid ended up totaling $650 for a grand final ticket. Now... Listeners out there, if you you know, take that figure and you think, oh, that's too much money, it's not. Not for me. And that differs based on how, much would how be- important a game is to you. Now, Rick, I know you love your sport. Dan, you, you may do, not as much as us because you're not that sporty type. That's all right. But the, the price does differ based on how much you care about sport. So what's the most you would pay? Can I ask you a question now? To watch the Greco-Roman race. How much is a grand final ticket from Ticket Tech, straight off the bat? Uh, it can be anywhere up to two grand or thank more. You. Thank you. Yeah. That's what know, I was waiting on. But, but this is the thing. So they, you, you're yeah. getting a ticket last minute for six fifty. I feel like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know what the worst thing is? You look at tickets like scalpers. They go, oh, I can, send you, I can sell you one for $1,000. And you go, that is absolute bullshit. That is not fair. And the AFL are like, do not. Buy tickets from scalpers. It is wrong. And that's based on how much they're selling them for. Then the same people are like, we've got one ticket for you for $1,500, but it's like some sort of grand final seat. package. <laughs> you, package. Get, you get to have a lunch, you know, pre-game. Some dickhead like Eddie Maguire or whoever talks before the, 
the show or whatever. They, they sell you all the extras. It's And they're doing the exact same thing. And they're telling you not to do that. It's like, come on. But prices, you know, sometimes you might look at a figure and go, that's too much. Others might think that's not that much at all. It depends on how much you care about the event. Okay, but what's your absolute maximum? It's a genuine ticket straight in front of you. What are you going to pay? Okay, so I can't get into it. Okay, so I'm a Geelong supporter, grand final. I can't get in any other way. That's it. How much? Man, I'm thinking close to $2,000. Okay, 2000 for him. I would pay $200 maximum. You? Maybe five. Yeah. 500 Yeah. I couldn't live with myself if Geelong won the grand final and I wasn't so there. So like, you got in, you were there? Yeah. At the game? Great time. We lost. But like... If someone were to go, oh, I bet you regret that now, like spending that money going in there, you lost. That's got nothing to do with it. I'm there. So we're both in the last four years witnessed our teams lose in a grand final at the game yeah. to Richmond. 2017. Oh, yeah. 2020. I was there in 07. We won. 08, we lost. 9, we won. 11, we won. Uh, 2020, we lost. so I'm three out of five. That's good. It's That's not like bad. a good effort. I'm not, bad. I'm not Sixty percent of the run rate. Sixty <laughs> percent of the time, Geelong's winning premierships. Look, mate, we uh, our team's eating uh, cereal with wooden spoons at the moment. So let's move on from this. Mm, not mate, quite, but yep. Who you're doing, you're doing better than was expected. So I think that's all. You know, who, who could be the uh, premiership player this year? Premiership player team. What are you talking about? Who do you think's going to win this year? Uh, right now, if I had to put money on it, I'd say press the button, Ge- Geelong or Western Bulldogs. <laughs> Yeah, Bulldogs for me. Thanks. All right. Geelong. Geelong aren't going to win. They could. Uh, They're not going to win. If you look at the odds, we're first favourite. That's a problem. That is a problem. ain't going to win it. I don't yeah, reckon they make the grand final. It's all right. Third Gary quarter. Rowan is a gun, though. I like Gary Rowan. All right, guys. I was born on June 1st, 1937 in Memphis, Tennessee. I made... Elvis Presley. No. <laughs> I made my acting debut at age nine, playing the lead role in a school play. I then attended Broad Street High School. At age 12, I won a statewide drama competition, and while I was settling into school, I discovered music and theatre. Uh, Betty. Betty, 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 Betty. No. Nah. Um, Betty Davis. I graduated high school in 1955, but turned down a partial drama scholarship from Jackson State University, opting instead to enlist in the United States Air Force. After serving from 1955 to 1955, Nine, I moved to Los Angeles, California and took acting classes at the Pasadena Playhouse. I can't think of the last name. Oh, good on you. I, work, I worked as a dancer from 1964. Oh, no, it's a woman. I didn't say that. Dancer. Okay. What sort of dancer? And was a member of the Opera Ring Musical Theatre in San Francisco. You're assuming a lot of things. Between acting and dancing jobs, I realised acting was where my heart lay. In 1971, I starred in the PBS children's television show, The Electric Company. My work on the show was tiring, so I quit in 1975. Uh, I was first, my first credited appearance in a mainstream television show was in 1971's um, Who Says I Can't Ride a Rainbow? Oh, that one. Yeah, yep. no, I wasn't born then. Yep. After a short career break, I returned to work in 1978, appearing in... Charlie two- Chaplin. <laughs> the Mighty Gents and Wino and the White Pelicans. In 1980, I had, a, I had a small role as Walter in the drama Brubaker. I next appeared in the television film Attica in 1980. From 1982 to 1984, I was a cast member of the soap opera Another World. In 1987, I played a violent street hustler role that uh, diverged his roles from uh, street smart Christopher Reeves and Kathy Baker. 
My performance was praised in the film. I had four film releases in 1989 in Glory, Driving Miss Daisy. Clint Eastwood. Lean on Me, Johnny Handsome. In 1990, I provided the voice for Frederick Douglass in The Civil War. In 1992, I appeared in Clint Eastwood's Western Unforgiven. In 1994... Morgan Freeman. Yes, it is. Well done. What gave that one away for you? Uh, Looking at the Unforgiven cover, the movie cover, and Morgan's on it with Clint, and he's a similar age. Isn't it weird, that thing? He's 84 years old. He's fucking old. Yeah. Yeah. I then portrayed Red in the... um, We don't care. Yeah, okay, fair enough. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Anyway, <laughs> that was a hard one. And you were on women halfway through that. You said that was a dancer. I was just assuming. That's sexist, mate. Dancer. Well, to be frank, in that era. No, that was Morgan, not Frank. Can you, oh, sorry. Can you, can you be Rick? <laughs> um, yeah, I can be Rick, and I can tell you something that I found out this week. That'd be what? good. Olympics are starting. Yes. What do we know about athletes? In the Olympic Village. Oh, my. They're horny. And oh, yeah. So, oi, could they you imagine? They get a bit amorous. Oh, my God. There's a fair bit of good looking, fit. It's all there. Like, oh, no saying, condoms. You just won the Olympics. Oh, you just oh won the gold God. medal. It, oh, it's a horny bubble club. Yeah. Sorry, did you win the 200 meter hurdles? Like, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> that's, that's a. Can we, like, That's can a direct we, view into Mark's living room <laughs> this year. Can we edit that bit out? Yeah. No. <laughs> Do you know what um, the Japanese are doing to try and minimise... Well, actually, they've basically said that rooting in the Olympic Village is banned. No, it's not. That's what they've said. Yeah. And um, to try and stop the athletes from rooting, they've got these cardboard beds. Cardboard Cardboard. Beds. Yep. So the bed frames are made out of cardboard and they're designed that if there's like movement on them, they just collapse and fall to pieces. And if so, there's over a certain weight on them, they'll also fall to pieces. So this is their way. Now, crazy, right? Yeah. Because right, wow. let me blow you don't this away. have to fuck in a bed. You can fuck on the floor. You can. Well, they're athletes. They're strong. They can. Yeah. I could pick you up and put you against the wall. Please That's don't. <laughs> at all. <laughs> But they could, right? Yeah. So you've got bloody Harry the weightlifter. Harry the weightlifter. And Morgan the 200. <laughs> is this to do with Morgan Freeman? Morgan the 200 metre Freeman. Is that what you're going to say? Freeman style. You know, he's just oh, going to pick her up and fuck, turn her upside down and 69 are all the way to Bethlehem. They'll probably sneak into the track field at night. They will there. go wherever they need to go. If it's you, it's if still you going to, someone, to happen. You can't sleep in a bed. Um, we're going to ban that, but you need to find another way of having sex. Wouldn't Olympians be at the top of the list for finding a way to like overcome that? Yep, they're Olympians. Yes, they're in the strong. shower, they're creative. The wall. I reckon that only people behind them would be prisoners. <laughs> That'd be it. That's the order. That's so true. So anyway, Tokyo with limited or no crowds is also going to be the fuck for Olympics. Mm. That is the way it's going to go down, and it all kicks off in just a few days' time. So, okay, how many how many golds do you reckon we're winning this this year, this four year round? Has it been five years now since mm-hmm. the Olympics? Yes, yeah. it has. Uh, I don't think that many. What about you? Where was the last Olympics? Twenty somewhere. No, where? Russia. What location? Germany. This is trivia time. Do you know? Yeah. London. I had a little trivia thing with my mate the other day. Oh no, it was um, somewhere else. It was Rio. in Greece, Rio. Rio. That's what I meant. 
Just wanted to see how much you guys knew. You don't know anything. Nah, not but, much. We've discussed um, how bad we don't know All right, things. Mark, how many did we win in Rio? I already know the number. Yeah, okay. 100%. That's why I asked you. What is the number? We are winning 11 gold medals. Oh, we'll put your house on it. I think we won 27 from memory. Medals or gold? Gold. Wrong. Yeah, 22. We're never that good. Australia. Hang on. Hang on. No, 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 no. You're Olympics. asking me how many we're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at, at this Olympics. Yes. Not how many we won. In, yeah, 11. We're winning 11. I'm saying 16. This Japan. 16. You're insane. Maybe, but that's what I believe. I reckon Mark's on the money. What do you think? 11. You can't. You get a different number. Pick a different no. one. And we'll see who's. No. So you're both saying 11, mm. and I'm saying 16. Yeah. And as the Olympics go through. We're going to see who's the bigger dickhead. It's going to be you. Okay. Not... Game on. And you know what? I'll we, write this we down. We will be happy to be proven wrong because obviously we want to win as many as we can. Okay. And All right. What are we going to win in? There's probably a couple of swimming events we're going to win. I reckon we win four gold. Well, we're going to get two golds in the Morgan Freeman. We are majorly yeah. going to be let down. I'm sorry. Australia basketball, do you reckon? Do you reckon we might win in basketball? Yeah. Maybe like a bronze. <laughs> Only not, gold. It's not happening. All right, well, we'll just wait and see. Isn't what do we got? Sa- Thursday. Thursday it starts. Is that sad that we have no, like, we're not thinking much of our country here, are we? Well, they We've haven't shown us much We've spoken about yet. this, though. We've spoken about it. Yeah. Now, I can name some Olympic athletes now, but previously I, I wouldn't have even known who was going, and the only reason I do know who was going is because the basketball started now. Mm. Patrick Mills, Della Vadova, Dante Exum. Okay, I don't even three. know any of them. Couldn't put a face to the name or a name to the face. There's Cambage. Cabbage? Cambage. Sounds like you're saying cabbage really slowly. Okay. Well, this is going nowhere. That's cabbage with a... Time's up, so... Uh, yeah. Oh, Good yeah. luck to the Australians. Go Aussies. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, Rick, tell the things. Can someone else do this? We're on all the platforms oh. and we do other stuff as well. So watch it and Actually, like Dan, it and you were saying and... that we now have YouTube reels. Uh, YouTube shorts shortly. Close. So, we'll be there. So keep an eye out on that. Absolutely. Right. See you later, guys. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.